Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicks Nation, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam. This is episode 161. We got Dan, we got Miles, and we got the Hero Clicks World Champ, Saul. And I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name because I suck at that. Elizondo. Elizondo. Mucho gusto. Mucho gusto estar aquí. Nice to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, great to have you on, finally, Sal. I know you were pretty um, wanted after that victory of yours at Worlds. Um, if you don't remember, Sal did the um, Scarlet Witch with the Angler, and it worked out pretty well for you. Did you lose at all during Worlds, Sal? Oh, I wasn't defeated. I wasn't defeated with that build. Uh we made some adjustment with Oscar and I am reaching my brother and we play tested, play tested, play tested a lot until we got that final receipt. They tried to convince me to change a couple of equipments and uh, a friend of us told me about Wantarot, the one of the Queen of Cups and I decided to, to play the Ace of Cups. Uh, also, the the two equipments that I really like it, and I use every equipment, every equipment I use it in 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 between all the all rounds, and they were uh, the radioactive play that I used to exchange it with Saki, so I could make the the mind control and try to make a, a to, to trade five points for I don't know 50 points 30 points and, and make it work uh, and the other was the carnage symbiote and I used it uh, I think in the final round okay were there now the big strategy was just to get Scarlet Witch right up into their face and have them not do anything were there any games where you didn't do that or you kind of just held back and see what they did first and then sent up Scarlet Witch or was your first move basically just sent her up and drop the chaos marker it was the, the first move but also uh, the, the 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 main strategy it was like playing a TCG game uh, using sideboard like your sideline as you can exchange things and the reasoning was okay in the in the TCGs, you you can have advantage from playing well your sideboard or your side deck. Here we can make the switches with the X Men and also make the switches with the uh, with matching Jaspers to choose any equipment that you want. Uh, then, what what was the, the the reasoning? 
if you want, you will put Jubilee, uh, Benomac, uh, Sakarian, and you, you will make the, the full swing to make the room, the Chaos Marker, and fully charge uh, Sakarian Iron Man and, and put the, the Jubilee almost ready to make the swing and fully reach the other side of the map. In that case, if you lose, you will use Hop Summers or the Deadpool Duck because it will help you with themes like Thanos and, or somebody that uses a redactive play or something mind control uh, of range. But most cases, if you win, uh, you use the Jubilee and Venom Mac make the, the full swing. If you lose, you will put uh, a safer option. If it wasn't Thanos, you put the Hop Summers, uh, it was very strong. Very nice. Uh, so today we're just kind of winging it for the podcast. Uh, there is really no um, itinerary for this one, but we are going to be talking about Orlando. Miles is going to be going to a tournament that same week in Vegas. Unfortunately, Saul was planning on going, but it was just too expensive. And Dan was also supposed to be going, but work was a dick and didn't give him the time off, so Dan can no longer go as well. Uh, I'm still going. Uh, Ryan and his wife is still going. Dalton's going. Iron Mike's going. So we will have a good showing of people uh, from the Clicksing It crew. To and Robert, my team, my, our newest teammate, will also be there as well. He is my partner for the Popper Prince. So we have a lot to talk about. Uh, before that, let's talk about the new rule change that was made to the game. Uh, so now equipment is auto-equipped. It is official. Uh, because we are running that at Orlando, and then Batman comes out the next week, so it basically is official. So, how does this change? No, it's official. The day they posted it, and WizKids said it was official the day that they posted it. Which oh, was yeah, last because the, the new so, comprehensive rule book is out, and it's in there. Gotcha. So, they didn't even wait for the set to drop for the new rule. Uh, okay, so how does this change the game of Heroclux? Well, it changes it quite a bit. Uh, you can auto equip your figures now there is no three limit for objects so if you have six figures and you can fit six uh objects on your team go ahead and do so uh, it really makes x-men a lot more powerful because now you can just auto equip swords and then with apocalypse they're always going to get that rollout for close attack so that's really powerful you don't have to worry about first turn doing power actions and tking and sidestepping and all this kind of stuff it also changes the game where um, now, I don't think Thanos is going to be a thing much anymore because he is kind of nerfed with that new Arena that came out, so he can't just blow up a modifier or something like that and then barrier behind and win by five points. So I wasn't a big fan of it when it first came out, but it is growing on me. That's kind of how every change happens with Hero Clicks with me is I'm not a big fan of it right off the bat, uh, but then it grows on me. So I think it is good for the game it does screw over a couple figures i guess screw over is not the right word but there are a few figures out there that could already auto quick like the cape uh spider-man the cap falcon things like that I'm, i don't think they're reduced points i could be wrong on that so they just kind of have a trait that is meaningless right now i wish it kind of gave them some sort of buff but, uh, Saul, let's start with you. What do you think of this new rule? Do you like it? How much do you think it changes the uh, meta? 
love this change because you don't waste time on prep time and make uh, stall players doesn't take so much time and you can play at least uh, four or five turns in, in best cases. Uh, one point I think that uh, modifies everything is that the 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 chosen option of destroyer or or Matim Jasper will, will be most difficult because with this change uh, Matim Jasper is more uh, life piece. I, I think he, he has more uh, synergy because you you can be swapping between uh, like what what you do with Praetor that exchange with one piece and another, and maybe you can put one sword with one guy, put it back to sideline, and put it back again with another guy in the next turn. And it will be very interesting how this synergy will work in in the future. Uh, I like that Sakari Ironman will be very boost, very boost with, with that. I think that the most... Uh, uh, impact pieces in, in the game, in the meta, uh, were uh, Sakharman and Majin Jasper because they, they will have a lot of meta play right now, more than the last meta. I also think that Destroyer, like you said, he'll get a bigger uptick in play. Uh, he already was. But then Scarab. Uh, Scarab is only going to be legal for another six months. But, um, I mean, if you're equipped he can just pop people next to you or within range. So I think he's going to see a big uptick in play as well, especially now that Genesis can make monsters X-Men. So I think the four biggest um, figures that get a boost are Destroyer, Saki, Imagine uh, Jaspers, and Scarab. I think that's it. I mean, obviously all figures get a boost because now you can just auto-equip anything you want to, but I think those four definitely see the biggest uptick in play uh, Dan, what do you think of this new uh, um, equipment rule? Um, I mean, I like it, and I like that they clarify that it's only standard characters that can start equipped. Obviously, if you can change size, you still get to keep the use of the equipment, which is fine. There's not really that many people that can do that. Um, and Jubilee's going to rotate in a few months, so like, yeah, she's going to be powerful for, or even more powerful for the next few months, but um, that's fine. I guess so. It's it, and she'll rotate out of modern at least. Um, but overall, I mean, I like it. There's again, there's so those pieces that they're already really, really good, and then you start them equipped, and they just go from good to amazing. So that's one of those. It's a balancing act, but we'll see how it plays out. Now, doesn't Mad Jim have? Isn't he able to equip giants? Yes, he can. Currently, yeah. If, unless they change him, yeah, he can. He can still do that. Yeah. So even though that they have the giant symbol, he can still equip a giant if he wants to. Yeah, because his power doesn't like uh, specify standard or non-standard. You just can equip a character. So does that work with colossals as well, or do they have something yeah. that says they can't be equipped? Nope, they they can be equipped too. Okay, so if you play yeah. a Galactus, I guess he's only three hundred points. Uh, is he? No, he's a hundred points. I think. Yeah, 100 is lower. Yeah. yeah, so technically you could, with Magium, equip Colossal Sue. I don't know if that does anything. I don't think it does, but it is an option. 
out there as well. Uh, what about mini, mini people, tiny people? Can you do that as well? Yeah. Yeah, so really, Mad Jim is the trump card to just saying you can't play uh, objects on tiny giants or colossals. It's, yes, I can. So that is something. Uh, we'll see if anyone takes advantage of it. I know there are several figures out there that do change sizes to a mini to a standard to a giant. So um, that will be interesting. Uh, Miles, what do you think of this new rule? You like it? You don't like it? So, I, I do like it. Um, the one thing, though, I think that is going to change is, like you said, with Colossals and Giants being able to equip, Mad Jam's not the only one. It, this is also helps with shifting focus characters. So you're able to get a character that's shifting focus, uh, like Vision from War of the Realms. He's not good. But, for instance, you can equip him with an object, and then at the beginning of you know turn one, you can use free shifting focus him and now he drops the object and so now you're able to get your colossal or giant figure yeah i would think more uh, i would think more uh, the wonder woman's would be probably the best choice right now for that well yeah but they're i'm talking about when they're yeah they're they're rotating so you know i'm just trying to think of uh yeah wonder woman but no wonder woman's don't drop their equipment it says when they when they uh switch they don't drop it yeah i just meant like they, they, as far as shifting focus they were a better choice yeah, then, no, I'm just as far as like I'm quality. Yes, um, using it to equip and drop an object for a giant or a colossal figure too. Yeah, so like X Men will be doing a lot of dropping of equipment when they swap out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I do like it. Um, it makes my team actually playable because I have no leadership, I have no TK, so it's pretty much impossible for me to equip the three objects. And so this actually allows this team to be playable and be very competitive, which it has been the several broadcasts that's played in. So, yeah, I, I do like this. I think it's going to definitely make certain teams viable that normally wouldn't. I do think it's going to make the game a little bit faster, too, because you're not going to have to worry about first turn. I mean, you'll probably still pass first turn, uh, but that's simple as saying pass and not spending, you know, two, three minutes worrying about equipping. So um, it it's probably going to add, I'll say, two or three minutes to a game time. Um, yeah. So let's talk a little and, bit. Oh, go ahead, Miles. I was saying, and those two or three minutes can be huge. Yeah. So before, we're not going to talk anything about Batman because – Pretty much everything is spoiled already through eBay and everything else. So we're going to save that for a set review when the set comes out in about two weeks or so. But before we get into the Orlando event, let's talk, Miles. You are playing in a Popper event and 300 Modern in Vegas. Now, you, the, the difference between our Popper at Orlando and your Popper is, I believe, yours is only commons and uncommons? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... I'm assuming there are no equipment that can be played for that popper. No, no, there's no equipment. And we're, yeah, obviously no tarot's. Okay. Yeah, so it's, uh, but I actually like it. Um, a lot of people don't, but I think that this is actually makes certain figures viable in this format because the rare is going to be taken away from so much other comments that are just useless. Um, that I, I think that this is a nice change of pace and really makes you think because you don't get any equipment. I mean, and the rares, there's a lot of really, like, overpowered rares compared to commons and uncommons. Yeah. Now, are you willing to tell us your pauper team for Vegas, or do you want to keep that close to the chest? Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's, not it's, 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 it's Young Avengers. Um, okay, so you got the... Going all in on Young Avengers. 
the Patriot with, with the, the team, team up. up guard. Yep. Okay. Yep. I think we'll see a lot um, of that in Florida and, as well. And the one piece that I've really been wanting, because he's a power common, but he's useless in every single format, is uh, um, the common Hulkling from Empire. Yep. Because he gives everyone Mastermind. And then he he so he has to be KO'd twice. So I'm like, okay, that's nice. He can so yeah, and then obviously the Loki and the visions because you have to take advantage of them having to die multiple times. Do you have a Wiccan on that team as well or no? No. No. No, it's uh what is it's Hulkling, Iron Lad at one seventy five, Patriot, um Vision at forty five. Um, so the vision cool. that can actually make um, holographic manipulation, yep. which I, I like him actually yes. for forty five points to get three figures, one with enhancement, two with empowered, is not bad. No, and then um, oh, there's another fifty, and then it's Loki. Yeah, so Loki, Patriot, Hulkling, Iron Lad, Vision, and the Scarlet Witch from uh, War of the Realms. Uh, because passenger through. Oh, okay, the common. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that's, the Loki you're talking yeah, about so is the one on the fire hydrant. Yes, with the rally die. That is dumb. Not reptile. No reptile on the team. No, no. I was thinking about it, but I he yeah. actually just really wouldn't help. It was be, pretty much between him and Hulkling, oh, and yeah. I think Hulkling brings more to the team. Yeah, yeah. Just because he, you're able to. Ma- mind damage to him so he's going to help save uh, iron lad okay for a little bit longer and whatnot but yeah that's that's just straightforward don't die team yeah it's nice now you're also playing in a 300 point event what are you thinking about playing for that uh it is my my team that you you talked about a few weeks ago about i'm tired of rolling bad so it's a team where you don't uh, need to roll at all <laughs> your human torch team <laughs> Yes, it's a triple human torch. Okay, um, so why base human torch? So you weren't on when I was talking about this. So why don't you kind of go over the team and the premise? So this team, for those of you who suck at rolling dice, Miles came up with a really good team where you don't have to roll any dice. Pretty much, uh, you, it's, you it's, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You do it all through just free action. So Miles, take a minute, talk about what your team is uh, and the shenanigans of the team. All right, so um, I have a more advanced version that I'm not going to go through. It's it's a swap version in order to get to Pogs, but that's not important. Um, the main premise is you're going to have uh, three of your chase torches that do the penetrating for your um, at range. Um, Invisible Woman, uh, Fantastic Thor, because she does damage from her barriers. Um, and then you're going to have Lockjaw, obviously, to carry around. And then you have uh, the Deep Deep cut torch for twenty because he uses free barrier, and then um, you're gonna have leech, and leech is gonna be there with equipped with uh, have leech with the cloak, the invisible woman with the angler to help her get a full map reach, and then lockjaw has the lasso of truth, um, so he can get in cap people for free, and if he misses, then they become mobile. But the whole entire trick is I can do four damage in one turn, which when you look at the current meta. That's everybody. So you're able to KO everything in one turn. No problem. Um, 
the one problem is invincible, and that's where Leech comes in. You carry with Lockjaw, you bring Leech adjacent to them. They're no longer able to use powers. Um, but like I said, it's mainly for everything in the current meta. Sky Tyrant, uh, Genesis, Apocalypse, Death Metal Wonder Woman, Mad Jim Jaspers. Um, who else is there? Blackheart. The average clicks number is about four. And so 90% of the time, you're going to be able to completely clear teams. And uh, the broadcast events, it has went swimmingly well, except for the double death metal Wonder Woman that was nerfed. But it, it's you don't need to roll a single die. That's, that's what it's about. Um, I'm going to be making a video hopefully soon. Still trying to find time. And then I'll be able to break it down even, any more, even more. But uh, yeah, that's the gist of it. What is your initiative with that team? Seven, eight? One, two, three, four, five, seven. Seven. So about average. It's a plus seven. Yeah. So yeah, the- I mean, in losing map, it's really not as detrimental with it. Um, especially, that's the and that's another great thing about being equipped, is you now get to place stand, three standard objects, which is even super helpful with Invisible Woman. So they can bring me somewhere without blocking or barrier, you know, blocking or walls or whatever, and Invisible Woman is still going to be able to use that angler to her advantage because I'm going to be able to have her free smoke cloud jump five, and then I can, based off of where I want to go, I can place objects where I need her to jump. So that that's another huge plus to the equipment rules. Yeah, it's kind of nice because you won't have to worry about probs. I mean, you will if you want to attack. You don't have to worry about perplexes because... You don't need to worry about attacking unless you want to do it for defense. Uh, leadership, I don't know how crucial that is for your team. It doesn't sound like it's too bad because you have a lot more free actions. The only thing that's going to would ever slow yeah. you down is like a Merlin team because even I don't think Six-Arm Doom would affect that team much. I mean, it would give you two actions, so that no. might hurt you a little bit. But Isn't it minimum three for Doom? Is it uh, much? I thought it was just he takes one away. But that's really fun because the whole entire point is Invisible Woman would be a costed action because um, I do a lot of freeze with her. But yeah, Merlin completely nerfs this team for sure. Uh, opposing um, characters can't take more costed actions each turn than one per 100. So yeah, it would be uh, three. So he yeah. doesn't hurt you. So, so Merlin, yeah, Merlin, Merlin would be Merlin the only one. Nerfs it, but if that that's the thing about this team though is that if you build a team that specifically nerfs this team you're actually hurting yourself against other teams because this isn't, you're not going to see anything built like this yeah. so you're actually hurting your chances just to build a team to yeah. beat this we've talked about that before um, Scott Crampton which, which and uh, dead points yeah that's all you're going to be doing is you're going to make an entire team dead points because this yeah. this team is built on this effectiveness because the three the three actions is invisible woman she does her free actions you do a um barrier with her you move lockjaw carrying all three torches and leech um obviously you want to make sure leech is not adjacent to the torches so the torches can still you know use their sidesteps um and then you use your third action to move the deep cuts torch and then everything else is free after that so this, yeah, this team is just built on three actions. Yep. Sounds nice. I'll, it'll be nice to actually see it in action. If you can, take some video, and we'll upload it to our Facebook and YouTube page, and you guys can kind of see how the team works in action. 
Saul, now, now, Saul, if you had to, or if you were going to Orlando, would you play the same team you did for Worlds? Would you try something else? Would you try something more fun? What would you be your mindset going into Orlando? Because it is more of a casual tournament, not a world title on the line. So what would you bring for the 300 modern for Orlando? I'm thinking in, in three different options. The first one was rulers. I think the the build that... I, I'm not sure if PJ Bowling was the one who first built it. The one with the 100-point Apoch, uh, Scarab, uh, the... The Annihilation, Venom Math, uh, Magic Jaspers, that, that four, five uh, pieces ruler built. I really like that. I think with the rule change, it get more power with the with the Scarab making all the party. It was my first option that built. The second one was a uh, an X Men build. That was uh, around using Genesis, the an, an epoch of price with Sakarian, and making a lot of swapping things, a lot of swapping options. That w- was the two meta option, and the other one was one that was between uh, Pawn. I, I think it's a glass cannon. It was one of monster with a little monster and the scarf making the swing to put the little monster on the other side of the of the field and making all the all the party going as soon as possible i think that that was only for fun but it to make some surprise with some teams uh, I, I wasn't sure which theme to play but the that three options were main my three first picks. Also, I was considering mysticals and other stuff, non-themed, but I was uh, pretty sure that I won't, I won't be running the build that I used at Worlds. Right. I had to change it and make something different. And maybe the, the little monster with, with Scarlet was, would, be, would be fine. I think it will be very... Uh, spicy touch, and maybe it could do something at world. Maybe sorry at, at the Orlando, but maybe not winning, but having a lot of fun and having super fast games. Yeah, yeah. No, I I like Little Monster. I don't see the hype that a lot of people do, but uh, there's a lot other better players than I am. So maybe they see something more than Little Monster. I have played against him, Ryan. Our teammate played him, I want to say, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and he he did seem pretty effective. You just have to get those germ tokens ramping up on him to really make him. Um, what, yeah, I he, think bronze, he's going to shine. In bronze? Yeah, because you team him up monster with Scarab. Um, you can give him the what enchanted ball and chain, which is his quake, but his base damage. So you can go ahead and throw him all the way across the map and do... Double quake, um, three damage with his flurry after and, hitting um, with across the map, and that's what I'm kind of preparing for. 
for Orlando is I have a couple of contingencies. I am playing X-Men. My team is um, Slop Apoc, Slop Genesis with the Sword Bear, Commissioner, Sky Tyrant with the all-black Necro Sword, Professor X, Dazzler, Tempo, and Bishop. So what my plan is, uh, I actually have been working on this team for a few weeks. I found a way to Alpha Strike with both Jubilee and Sky Tyrant on turn two. Uh, I'll try to um, say it, and if it's too confusing, I apologize. But basically what you do is you swap out Dazzler, you swap out Genesis, you swap out Professor X, and you swap out Bishop. Yes, as much of a Bishop fan I am, if I'm going for the Alpha, I'm swapping out Bishop. And then you bring in Venom Eggs, Jubilee, Akuku, and Cypher, the one with Perplex and TK. Now, one thing we I did find out at our last event is that you can't swap out somebody with the pumpkin bombs and then have Jubilee equip them because once you unequip the pumpkin bombs, they destroy or they KO. So that is something good to know because my plan was to have the pumpkin bombs on Jubilee, but you can't swap it out, uh, drop it, and then equip because it just KOs itself. But uh, so now my team is APOC, Genesis, Commissioner. I don't know what sword I want to put on Genesis. I think it's going to be Mercy, the one that lets you re-roll an attack roll. So it's not prob, it's just re-roll because of how much I am committing to my Alpha Strike. So I think that's what I'm going to be doing, and that's going to go on Jubilee. Uh, Sky Tyrant, Tempo, Venom Eggs, Jubilee, Cuckoo, and Cypher. So how the turn two double Alpha Strike works is... You free TK up Jubilee, and then you sidestep to turn to a dragon. Now she has full board reach if you want. Then what you do, and then I have a perplex with Cuckoo, so you like perplex up her attack. Uh, now she's a 12. Then what you do is you TK up Sky Tyrant with Cypher, perplex up his attack to a 12. You power action TK up Venom Mags with, are you... TK power, you TK power with Venom Eggs to TK up Tempo next to Sky Tyrant. Sky Tyrant gets a plus three movement from Tempo. That means that he can reach all the way to square 23 with the giant reach from All Black. So he can't get full back reach, but he can get the, to um, 23. Plus he carries Tempo. That gives you a prob there. You've got uh, Jubilee with a prob and the Mercy Sword for prob, and then um, Sky Tyrant can also theme prob himself. So it's a double Alpha Strike with both Jubilee and Sky Tyrant. I think it will work. Uh, people wouldn't get senses and shape change with the all black. Uh, so that is one option I'm thinking of. The other option is just TKing up Jubilee and then yo-yo back with um, Venom Eggs. If I do lose map, which I am only a plus eight, so there is no guarantee, I always, always, always am switching to Enos the Untouchable. Uh, I play tested with him. It is a 50-50 shot that they can't get within his range, so it is a chance, but it does work half the time. <laughs> half the time it works 100% of the time. Uh, and then you are also with the Dazzler, who is giving shield to both Apocalypse and Bishop. Um, I'm keeping Bishop in if I lose map. So people have to get within five to shoot me. And then Enos's range is now a six. 
So now they have to stop within six. So that would prevent like an alpha strike from a sky tyrant potentially or a little monster or something like that. So I'm playing much more defensively if I lose map. And then I do have some contingency that if Scarlet Witch wants to do her angler swapping, come all over to my side chaos marker, I bring in my leech, park, her, park leech next to her, and then just basically one or two shot her. Uh, so I have lots of options. I actually have a spreadsheet of like win map, don't face Jubilee. Win map, facing Jubilee. Lose map, facing Scarab. Lose map, facing Scarlet Witch. Like I have like seven different teams that I'm going to have to refer to when I look across the board from it. And I don't like that because you are altering the game because you get to change your team based off what your um, opponent is playing. But that's kind of where we are in Hero Click. So I'm not the biggest fan of it, but. Um, I want to try this team because I've put like three weeks of work into this team. Um, my sideline, before I forget, is Venom Megs, Jubilee, a Cuckoo, a Cypher, Slop Cypher, because I can steal the Batman team ability from uh, Rookie and get everybody's stealth on my team. Uh, Enos, Leech, Peepers, and the 40-point Hope Summers in case I need like more Barrier or Perplex or Prob or that from somebody. So... That is going to be my team for Orlando. Uh, we'll see how it does. I, I'm not, you know, banking on me getting very far. Obviously, for uh, me, the goal is at least top 16 or a winning record. That's what I'm shooting for. Uh, Dan, if you were going to Orlando, you were dabbling with, like, an Apocalypse Annihilation team, correct? No, I was actually going to play Blackheart Annihilation. Blackheart Annihilation. So I was playing Blackheart, Annihilation, Mary Jane, Marvella, Scarab, and I don't remember what else on that team. Uh, but I was gonna, I would have the radioactive clay for Scarab, and the Soul Sword for Blackheart, and Annihilation would just use her Sword Bear trait to pick a sword depending on what else I need to deal with. Like if I am coming across a bunch of stop clicks or whatever else, then I would just play her aggressively because then when she dies, she can just pass her trait to Blackheart. And then I'm not as dependent on making guards and killing guards in order for him to use his traits. So I could just have one of the uh, the pogs die that he generates then and go from there. So, And that's another reason why I want to play Bishop is because I think there's going to be a lot of scarabs being played just because with the new equipment rule. So my goal is to have Bishop gain some cred uh, during the Orlando event because everyone's all on the Mad Gym or the Destroyer, and now the Gamora Prime train, which they're all good. I just, Bishop is very defensive. It shuts down Thanos. It shuts down a Scarab team. Uh, Ryan Redman actually did do a very good play. I'm not going to mention it because I think he's going to be playing it for um, Orlando, but it is a way to do Pulse Wave with Scarab to kill me <laughs> so i don't want to get into it too much just because i don't want to spoil him and he wants to keep it pretty close to the chest because that's how he likes to play his teams but it was a very very good play he also made a very good play to kill my i want to say it was bishop somebody towards the end of the game 
with moving up a moloid with a object. So um, I don't know if he's going to go with that team. He might be still doing some tweaks to it, but I am interested to see what the new meta is going to be, but I think it's going to be a lot of Scarab, not a lot of Thanoses. I think Apocalypse is still going to see a, a couple of bits of play. Obviously, we're going to see tons and tons of Saki Iron Man. I don't have him on my team. Um, a, I don't have him, and that's just not my type of play. Um, but it will be interesting to see what people come with, and I look forward to playing, I think, in my first like big competitive environment ever because i didn't play in any of the events besides battle royals at the last um, orlando event so i think this is my first non-roll 20 like big tournament that i'll be playing in and mm-hmm. it sounds like we only got like 54 people coming so not a ton which was kind of disappointing but uh, i understand it's kind of expensive like i'm already spending a grand on the hotel plus all the events that are there plus the air travel by the way if you fly southwest <laughs> i apologize because apparently they canceled like 90 percent of their flights due to some issue i don't know what it was my wife sent me the text so if you did or if you're um, flying southwest make sure you check your flights and make sure you're still <laughs> booked for a flight to orlando because a bunch of people's flight got canceled this week um but no, I'm excited to see everybody. I will be recording some of the games. I'll be recording the banquet with Scott Porter and Scott Crampton and PJ Bolin. So you guys will be able to see that um, when it comes out. Um, I want to make a, uh, a suggestion of peace. If you're playing with the X-Men, don't forget uh, to play the option or play test the Wonder Woman, the Metal Wonder Woman, because... That 50 points with the option of getting unkilled the Sakarin and doesn't get to use the objects make that combination very strong. If you're playing met on that event, I think you you have to keep in mind that option. I love also the the, the pointing to Alpha Strike with um, with the Sky Tyrant and Jubilee, but. If you don't play Sky Tyrant, that I like it, uh, you, you you can use uh, the the Sakarian and uh, and the Wonder Woman. Yeah, for sure. Um, the problem with Heroclix and the meta right now is it's a lot more rock paper scissors, as somebody said to me, than dice rolling because of all the apocalypses. And if you play three apocalypses, apocalypse, whatever you want to call it, you get three rollouts on close attacks. So that is one thing with Sky Tyrant that makes me nervous because they can just roll out of all my hits. But it does also. I don't. Can you f- make Flash an X Men? I don't think you can. Sure. I'm not sure that you can. Yeah, do I don't think you can. So um, that's one reason why I want to play Sky Titan with all black is just to get rid of some Flash teams. But um, I do like Saki. I do like the Wonder Woman. I did try to fit them on there, but I would have only been a like a plus five or plus six. So I like my plus eight. I really, like I said, the, the goal of this team is to get some bishops, some street cred. So I think it's going to work. Um, I just don't know what I'd take off. Sky Tyrant probably would be my one takeoff. I just don't have a 
um, a Sakarian Iron Man, and I don't really, I haven't played with him ever, and I've played with Sky Tyrant, so I don't have that, like, muscle memory, knowledge, whatever you want to call it, that most veteran players do have with um, Saki Iron Man, so. Well, the Death Metal Wonder Woman, yeah, the Death Metal Wonder Woman could be an okay spot instead of Tyrant. Yeah, it's just, just uh, that means it, 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 yeah, it, I, I it like takes the, away one of my heavy out. hitters. Like, if I take away Sky Tyrant, yeah, I no, really I, only have um, Commissioner and Jubilee as my attackers. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, I, I like the Wonder Woman play, but yeah, I think the Sky Tyrant, I think with what you're going for, for sure, I think it's Sky Tyrant and Jubilee is definitely where it's at. Yeah, I mean, um, but there, the, that's another problem too. The multiple. Apocalypses and multiple Saturnines. Done. Uh, that, that 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 team. Uh, I was thinking about that, and uh, I think it's insane for the game to to have the the Saturnine uh, free. I think she must be nerfed as unique modifier or just unique beast. Yeah. Because with three, with three of she. she you have a lot of, of trouble with a lot of themes. Try uh, with your theme of, of X-Men making the, the swing with the Sky Tyrant. Yeah, I think I'm I just... Sure you will, I think I yeah, just lose. <laughs> I think I just lose yeah. to that team. <laughs> 100%. Well, see, that's why... Like, if my team goes up against multiple Saturnines, like, I'm, 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 I'm golden. Yeah. All she has is Mastermind. And I do four damage, she's dead. So that's another reason why it's like that that nerfs the Saturnines and then the, the apocalypses are a little bit tougher because the stop click has invincible, but that's where the leech comes into play. But I played against I because I tried a modern young Avengers team that was doing really good and I went up against uh what is it? A double Saturnine team with like uh with a demon in armor plus um, what's his name? Uh, Felix Faust, Flash, Kari and Iron Man. Yeah, dumb. You can't you can't do anything against that team, and it wasn't even fun to play against. It's like they just need to fix that because when you're you're attacking with a twelve, you gotta hit nineteens or twenties. You get minus two to your attack. Like that's it's not very often you're gonna have you know, multiple heavy hitters. Yeah, I think if I play against a team like that, I just shake his hand and say. You win, because that team is just Miles, no fun. What would you do if you face against with that team against the uh, Scarlet Witch? Because she's on uh, still uh, on the board, and she has a lot of options to to be in that same team, like Mystical oh, or witch. something with Celebrity. Yeah, you know, if my team going against the Scarlet Witch. Or yeah. going against a Saturnine. Oh, Scarlet Witch has no. four clicks. But against the, the Saturnine team, if they make the swing, I think in, yeah. in the team that I play at Worlds, if you put the defensive team on the middle of the map, you, you don't have to put it on the middle of the map. If you put it on the on the starting line, and somebody makes the full swing, freeze you with the Chaos Marker, and make the swing... With Sakarian Iron Man or Jubilee, uh, I think the yeah. the two yeah. Saturnine won't be able to do anything. And the yeah, the it's thing their is, it's their damage power. Yeah, that does help. Yeah, 
the runes do do nerf it for sure. But I think that we have a very interesting uh, meta where uh, you you have to pick wisely because, as I said, it is a paper rock scissors game, and all the little micro improvement that you can make or micro fixes that you can make to your build will make the difference. And we haven't spoken about tarot cards that could make the difference in some rush teams like playing Queen of Cups. Maybe if you're not uh, as an aggressive team like yours, the one of the torches, uh, maybe that could make a big impact on, on your rounds. I think I, I was thinking about that, and uh, yeah, no, I have a lot. Like yeah, there's a few things. Uh, the magician, which I don't care about mystics. Yeah, there. Yeah, the, there's tarot decks that does take advantage of my team. Um, yeah, Queen of Cups is huge. For yeah. sure. I'm not too familiar with tarot. I mean, I know what tarot cards are. Obviously, I know some of the better ones. I just. I don't like playing them, but then I also think they are pretty essential to play. Like, I don't think they're good for the game because they're so random of what could happen. Like, one one tarot card can basically decide the game for you, which I'm not a big fan of. Like, especially, like, let's say it's, um, you know time is coming up. There's that one um, tarot card that only does you only do two max damage and you're down and you just don't yeah. have enough actions to kill somebody and the, the card just screws you over from winning yeah. yeah that that card is yeah there's there's a lot of cards and i've actually i played a game where he lost because he pulled the wrong tarot card yeah for his team and it hurt him but then and helped my team like you were saying Saul, with the saturnines if you're playing nine saturnine you can change your tarot deck to whatever you want because you get like what five cards per saturnine so you have 20 tarot cards to choose from beginning of the game that's a pretty big time commitment beginning of the game and that's wasting time off the clock while you're doing that no it says during game setup so it's not it's oh okay so it's not like x-men where it's during its first turn okay that's good so that means that yeah so you're you are on a time restraint because it is during game setup. So you better know what you're swapping into, or else a judge can say, "All right, that's what you're getting." So that I do like that that it's during game setup and not beginning of game because yeah, if that's the beginning of like game. Yeah, I think with five is that, enough, yeah. and doesn't matter if you have a sneak peek to the opponent uh, force. You you must know. Which cards you have to swap and make the three decision as Adam made it. If I play with this team, I have to swap these two cards. If I'm playing with that team, I swap this one card. And you don't need more than five or six cards. I think that you can use only cards that uh, bothers your opponent and doesn't affect you so much. If you're using that break of Tarot of swapping tarot cards but if not stay to the plan and use your tarot cards that make the synergy with your team and that's it yep and that's why i'm having the spreadsheet for when i play is when i 
if I play against a stealth team, this is what I'm playing. If I'm playing against Scarlet Witch, this is what I'm playing. So it's not, you know, 10, 15 minutes of deciding what I want to play um, on the spot. Unless someone throws a curveball at me and I don't know. You're not allowed to have that. I got in trouble for that. So luckily I was able to memorize it. So just be prepared to memorize your swaps. I will ask. um, I will ask. yeah. The judges, I'd make sure that's that okay. Yeah. I had an opponent when I did that. They said, no, I don't want you to do that. And I'm like, oh, crap. What was the swap? What was the swap? Well, then <laughs> I'm going to just take my... I... Then I'm just going to take my time. <laughs> like, it's not giving me an advantage, yeah. really. It's helping the mm-hmm. game move along. Yeah, I, I tried. That was my argument. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe Adam, you can make some pictures of the of which pieces, uh, which combinations... Uh, and make your thought process quicker than if you have to look uh, on a spreadsheet. Uh, I tried that uh, because I, I had to study a lot of swapping options and a lot of uh, iterations with my theme at work. So maybe the, the positioning, the theme, uh, the final theme, visualizing at pictures would be easier for you. And for a lot of people that are playing X Men, because you have a lot of swaps, so yeah. it's my recommendation. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I built it on um, Roll Twenty. I printed out a picture of um, all the the tokens on Roll Twenty on like first swap and second swap. Yeah, that, that helped a lot. Okay. Um, and then lastly, let's talk a little bit about Popper. So we have Popper Prince happening on Friday. I have my team set. I don't want to get into it too much. It is X-Men, but I I, I want to see how it does without um, advertising it out there. But uh, we're going to see a lot of Blue Marvel. He's the big heavy hitter right now. I think we'll see a lot of Franklin Richards from um, Future Foundation. Obviously a ton of Molecule Man. Uh, Dan, we haven't heard and from you in a while. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're 400 points, right? 400 points, yep. Okay. Yeah, Strange Supreme then at 400. See, I thought too. about that, but I I don't know. I He, he just, I don't know. I, he, he can't equip the I, cloak, yeah. and that's well, part of it for me, is that he just can't equip the cloak, and I don't know why that bothers me. But that's why I'm not I playing think the him. Agent Shield, Agent Shield on him that gives him the, the 21 defense close in range. I think is really good. Oh, U.S. Especially Agent. That. Yeah, that's not a bad. Yeah, because that would give him a. Where is he? I can't even. 21. Find. Oh, he's a common. He's, he's a uncommon or an uncommon. Uh, where the heck is he? Doctor, there he is. Nope. Wait, I need this one. So yeah, he would be a 21 from both range and that. So it's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, I did dabble with him at full and Zeus at full. Zeus is a little bit more hittable. Yeah. Uh, I think strange. The problem is if you hit strange for five, it's basically over. Because he just yeah, has. And if, I mean, there's if, no coming back from that. If Long's team-up card said with him and a character with Doctor Strange or with Strange in the name, that would have been huge. Yeah. With with Doctor Strange in the name, so that way you'd be able to use him and he could use Mastermind. Yeah. Um, I like Zeus just because he's got um, two stop clicks. He's got triple target. 
you put the pumpkin bombs on him. He's got triple target, psychic blast, energy explode origin. So I guess Soda's um, strange. He could have two. He just wouldn't have uh, triple target. He'd have double. But I think he has a Zeus has a little bit more staying power. He's not as easily taken down. I mean, uh, it's a twenty-one. No, that, you that yeah, with the prob. Yeah, and I, he I also think. has he also has mystics. So there's that. Oh, Strange Supreme has that too. But yeah. I don't know. Strange Supreme, Strange Supreme's back dial isn't as impressive. So if you get past those invincible clicks, he's just not as scary. Yeah. No, I just think with 400 points, you can give enough support to where he's not going to be your only main attacker. At 300 points, 100%, you don't play him. That's just, you're putting too many eggs in that basket. Are you saying you wouldn't play him at 195 points? In a 300-point game, no. In 400, yeah. Yeah. I think 400, because you get you get 200 points of, um, I think there's there's enough room to to get him enough support. To help him with yeah. the extra hundred points, I don't know. I'm just I'm not a huge ten pole guy, and there's something about Doctor Strange. I, there's something I still don't like. I don't know if it's the no prob. Now, obviously, you can put prob on him. Mystical is not that strong, to be honest. In Popper, I, I said it. I that, said it out loud. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, there's really not a lot. I mean. Yeah. I mean, when you think of mystical, you think of Blackheart. You think of Doctor Faust, or um, yeah, or Felix but Faust. There is some. I mean, with Kazar, you have full map reach with him, so he can do an alpha strike. Oh, for sure, smash him. I mean, oh, I'm but, yeah. I'm just looking at mystical right now, and there's not that much. I mean, there's the Don't Die Wolverine. There's Danny Moonhead. There's a couple of Scarlet Witches. Billy Maximoff wouldn't be bad. Um, Sylvie's not horrible. Jimmy Woo is probably good on that team. There's just there's not a lot. It's crazy how like um, yeah, like there's there's one mystical in Rise and Fall that Silver Samurai. And you're not playing him. I don't even think there's much no. in Wonder Woman. Um. What is there? They are not mystical. I thought wasn't. Nope, I'm looking at it right now. Oh no, super rare. Okay, the super rare one is. Okay, yeah. Uh, Yeah. You're not playing Cersei. You're not playing Devastation. You're not playing Zeus and Doctor Strange. You're not playing Medusa. You're not playing Mary Marvel. Yeah, there's nothing in Wonder Woman for mystical. So that's where it comes into play. Where it's just I don't think there's enough support there for him yeah it'd be it it'd be a, a play style you'd have to change it'd have to be your play style for sure it's not um someone just pops right out uh kazar would be the only main one um potentially you can get the other strange that can bring in the astral stranges i mean you could just um, do um the loki and a shit ton of 10 point lokis and just <laughs> make a loki shield well, for stealth and prob- probs with them you also got the Empire Loki with his rally die. Um. Uh, yes. Um, you could do Kid Loki. I mean, he at least does like a negative modifier against people. You just can't do the Tesseracts yeah. with him. So there are things. I just don't. There's not a lot of a, like heavy attackers. Like he would be your only attacker. Yeah. Um. But what else do we think we might see in Popper 
Hunter Point Giganta. <laughs> yeah, we. I talked. To, I played with that actually. Yeah, I, I gotta type her in. Um, Gi- yeah, that's when Giganta realized. Yeah, it was only the thirty point. I mean, she's nine clicks. Yeah, I was only playing the thirty one. She's nine clicks deep. You can choose that she, if she's a giant symbol, she's only taking a max of two damage per attack. So then you have to you have to hit her one, two, three, four. You have to hit her five times to kill her if she stays a giant. Yeah. Now, one thing that is a rule in our popper is Highlander rule. So you can't play more of one finger figure unless there is a reason behind it. So like flashes, they have the power that lets them do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, cuckoos, you could play it because they are um, copies of each other. But like you couldn't play a double Giganta or something like that. So Giganta is even at her low level for thirty. You have to tap her twice. Yeah, I, I think scientist is where it's at. Too, that scientist has potential. I have which is what you rank. Yeah, I played a good scientist team. Uh, my scientist team was let me make it real quick here. It was Giganta at thirty. It was Blue Marvel at full. It was I don't remember all of it, but it was Doctor Psycho with the Alchemical Fire was interesting. Was yes, it yeah. was. It was interesting. I don't know how good it is. I don't like. I don't love the ten attack on him, but I tr- think I tried to fit in Valeria to give the plus two perplex for that, so that helped. Um, I don't remember what else was on the team to be honest. Uh, I'm not gonna think about it much more. Um, but it was it was a decent a molecule man for sure. Uh, it was a decent team, but. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I played it against the other team I'm playing, and the other team just wiped the board with it. Yeah. I mean, Blue Blue Marvel is really good. It's just he just hits one person, and that's all he does. But he's really hard to take down from range. You, you actually can't kill him from range because of his uh, defensive power. But um, Is uh, um, Skybreaker a rare object because the skybreaker on him would be really good on blue marvel yeah now can you blades or hypersonic blades yes yes you can okay uh so yeah that would work yeah i couldn't remember if you could or not you can't you can't um hypersonic energy explosion that's the one i always get mixed up with um so yeah that gives him two attacks so it's not bad it's just I don't know. I try. I te- I play tested Blue Marvel, and I wasn't a big fan of him. Um, Dan, if you had to play, I forgot if you were playing Popper or Prince with Dalton before. Um, you couldn't go anymore. But uh, if you were playing, I was, unfo- I was unfortunately playing Prince, not Popper. Prince, so, I, though. Yeah. So the big. Did you have any idea what you were going to go with for Prince? Um. I- think it was going to be some genesis team it's probably like genesis monsters honestly just i like that i already like what monsters brings and genesis is just like it makes it like better i guess i don't know so i just i like that so i was going to play that something aggressive yeah the big thing about the prince part of this is that a lot of the support that you normally get from rares and commons and uncommons you're not going to have now there are some really good support figures out there 
like Venom Magneto and Miss Kang and stuff like that. So I'm not saying there aren't any, but a lot of the more the fillers that people use for that support is not going to be a thing. So I think the Prince is going to be more just heavy hitters, alpha striking, go for the most attacks, things like that. Um, not more playing defense. Like, I don't think you're going to see a lot of barrier. I think you'll see a couple of apocalypses. I, I really don't think you're going to see Thanos. I just think Thanos' time is over. I do think you'll see... Uh, a- Thanos with... Um, equipped with the... Uh, oh, God. What's it, um, surfboard, I think, actually makes him a little bit playable because that gives him a moving attack. True. Um, and he could pick power and then get close combat or range combat and bump it up to a four damage. I just don't know if he's doing enough damage with the surfboard. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either, but I know that there's a few people that are determined to still make Thanos work. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. If he's still there. I think you'll see. I a- was thinking in some piece. Ah, sorry, sorry. I was thinking in some pieces of about to play uh, with the not the power. The other one is the uh, Prince. Yeah. Uh, and I think Merlin could could make some impact in that meta play because. Everybody is thinking, oh, I can supercharge uh, a piece with a, a lot of perplex and we have 400 points and doesn't matter. And Merlin will make you only get three uh, options to make the improvement. So you have to think about that. Also, the, the, the tombs could make some impact then. I was thinking about playing something like that, but I'm not very... Used to play that format, so I don't know how, how would that would work on on real gameplay. Yeah, speaking of dooms, uh, Doom Annihilating Conquer. I can't remember if we talked about this in the last podcast, but he does shut down like a Genesis. Not shut down, strong word, but he does affect the Genesis Apocalypse X Men teams because all the monsters that you had or whatever you get you turned into X Men. If that team wins first, the Doom team, you don't have those keywords, and then you can't swap those figures out. You can swap out your X-Men that have that printed on their card, but you're stuck with the monsters and things like that you are you brought on. No, you don't need to. It's whether you win map or not. It's at the beginning of the game. Yeah, but if if I'm an X-Men team, I can choose to swap first, then you go, then that procs. So... If he wins, he can yeah, choose to go first, have that power procced, and then all my guys lose their keywords. I know I had to have yeah, that. I had to have that explained to me. Well, you still always have um, the majority of those figures on your team if you win map, correct? Yes, I'm just saying if you brought in like some monsters or some brutes or warriors, whatever that you wanted to switch out because you didn't yeah. like the matchup, you are now stuck with them. Yeah. So that's the only thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I think Doom is still relevant, so I do think we will play him, or people will play him. I think we're going to see a bunch of Hulks in Prince. Probably not in uh, competitive. We might see a couple, but I think that Super Hulk from Avengers Forever is pretty nasty. Plus, uh, I mean, three stop clicks. Damn. I uh, Iron Man, I don't know. I, I like him I in casual. I don't like him in like competitive stuff. It's the token giving with the double, um, the two damage. Uh, what's it called uh, the 
the two damage pulse, pulse wave. wave. Yeah. For sure. He does hurt X-Men teams that play Apocalypse with his rollout. I mean, um, you wouldn't get the rollout anyways, but at least you could go through. I think you can one-shot an Apocalypse with a two-damage Pulse Wave, I think. In a question, with Blackheart, could you be able to use the, the little guys? Because they came from out of the game. They're not as specified. Oh, you use um, on your build shit, yep. or they're banned in this case. They are banned. I did ask that question to Lucas. So if you have a super rare that makes commons or uncommon figures, they are not allowed in prints. So like Blackheart will not be able to make guards. So we will we will not see any Blackhearts um, in there. So any, anybody. So I'm just trying to think of who else from maybe like this set or something like that. Uh, nothing in there, but Oh, like red Dormammu, he couldn't make his mindful ones or, um, mindless ones or hydras because they are both commons, which is sad. Yeah. Cause I think that that actually... he would have been and fun they're, in they're Prince. Out. I think he would have been fun in Prince. Yeah. That's what I, mean. I think that you, that the Dormammu Red would actually be really fun. And yeah. Yeah, I would totally play him at 250 in Prince if I did. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's Prince Popper. I'm excited to see what everyone brings. Again, I will be recording as much as possible. Um, if I do get eliminated from Prince or Popper or from Modern, I will be doing some Battle Royals. I purchase two battle royals the biggest thing that i'm disappointed in is that i could not do team sealed because our flight leaves at one o'clock on sunday there is no way around that because i have to work on monday um, i've always wanted to do a team sealed because team building is one of my um, pros uh, <coughs> excuse me worlds worlds we can do it in work if i can make it possible i just i the thing is i need to know when worlds is not two yeah. weeks before it happens I'm just, it's, it's like an hour and a half two hours away but i do have a place to stay that's free so yeah um i would like to make it to origins i don't know if they're gonna be at origins this year um i would like to go to gen con again i am planning on that uh, I don't think I have any. Yeah, I have no weddings in August right now, so I can make Gen Con. I'm definitely not doing a one-day thing like I did with Dan this year. Definitely going to go there for a few days. So I am going to try to make it to a couple of different tournaments this year, but not all of them. Uh, they didn't tell us when Worlds is this or next year yet, did they? I'm assuming by um, your silence, no. Yeah, no. And that's usually in, was it September, October this year? September. Yeah, because uh, up there in Portland, uh, the Gongai Games purposely. Oh, you got super echoey all of a sudden, Miles. You sound like you're underwater. Um, I swear. So, I haven't moved. <laughs> yeah, in September. Hey, I have uh, three weddings already in September, so unless that's the 2nd or the 23rd, I will not be going to Worlds. Um, but no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see everybody in Florida in a week and two days. It's shocking that it is here already, um, and I can't wait to see everybody. Also, if you haven't checked out uh, the video collab that I put together with Saul Scott Porter, 
uh, Scott Crampton, Lucas Van Hollen, Nancy Yang, a bunch of people. Check it out. We did the 12 Days of Clicksmiths. Uh, it was great. I had a fun time doing it. I want to do something uh, fun for the community. Sorry that we made your ears bleed. We are not professional singers besides Scott Porter. And Scott Porter went above and beyond in that um, video. So I do appreciate him um, responding to my messages and um, taking place in that. I do have to say, though, I think George Masu killed it better than Scott Porter. I don't know why. I just I when he when George Masu does his part, he, he kills it. So George, if you're listening, yeah. you did a great job. Um, Sal, sorry you only had like one part because you had the twelfth day, so you were only on there for like three seconds, and then that's all we see us all. Um, but thank you for participating in that as well. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you so much for invite, inviting me today. I have a lot of fun with all this stuff. I enjoy to be in in this podcast and uh, all the podcasts as guests. So whenever you want me to be, if the agenda makes a match, I will be glad and honored to be again here. I really love to discuss about the game. I really love this game. And I enjoy to to have the the chat here with you. Now, do you have a podcast or you do you just have like a video cast that you, you do for your Facebook page? Well, we we are as Taxi Clicks as uh, as you know, Taxi Clicks. Uh, we are on YouTube, Facebook Watch, and also on Spotify. We record like one time a week and we are like getting episode every week every 10 days it depends on on the content that is available but we will try to make it no more than two weeks to get a new episode very cool so yeah make sure you check him out uh toxic 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 clicks on spotify toxic clicks um if you, well, there's always if that you word play we try us, to do. <laughs> no problem. If you follow us uh, in the Facebook page, you can uh, follow us, and there is uh, a lot of options to get to Instagram and and YouTube. We have a giveaway, a Christmas giveaway. If somebody wants to participate, we will be honored to have American people. Let us have the. If somebody in in U.S. wins, uh, we will be sending from Laredo or or, or McAllen. Oh, but you have to be patient when we have some trouble there. But the prize will arrive if somebody in the United States wins a prize. We have between six and seven figures that we will be giving away to to the community because we're very happy to. Uh, Share all the stuff with with the community. And speaking of giveaways, we do have our Patreon giveaway coming up in a few days. I will be doing that Christmas Eve. Uh, we are giving away Death Metal Wonder Woman for this month. So if you want to become a... Pa- What's that? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Right? Sorry, the 31st. The 30- Saturday, the 31st. Um I got nothing going on. I'm a parent of two, so I don't have a life and can't go out on New Year's Eve, so I'll be stuck at home. 
But um, I will be doing that. So we are giving away a Death Metal Wonder Woman along with some other prizes. I do also have three more people I have to induct into the Clicksing It Hall of Fame for our patrons. So make sure that uh, you tune into the live uh, Facebook or the Facebook Live to see who is being inducted and see if you win. If you want to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com backslash clicksing it. And any tier gets you into the giveaway. Uh, before we end tonight's show, Let's talk a little bit about New Year's clicks resolutions. I did post a poll on the HeroClick players and collectors around the world page. The number one thing was to play more competitive tournaments. And then in a close second was just play more HeroClicks. Um, some of these were kind of depressing. Like one person said, open a shop so I can play locally or find someone to play against. Someone even put down find someone to love um so i hope you guys all the best on that one uh, it does suck that this isn't it's a popular game but not a popular game at the same time because i know there are some mass regions in the the states where there are no clicks anywhere to be found uh even here in wisconsin we have Actually, two, because Ryan plays in Kenosha, but we have ours here in New Berlin, which is basically Milwaukee. But our friend comes from all the way from the west side of the state, La Crosse, and he has nothing between there and Milwaukee where we are. So he drives two and a half hours, maybe three hours uh, when we play to um, actually just play click. So I hope more stores get this going. I hope this game continues to grow. Um, that's a whole different story on, or a whole different conversation for again, or another episode. But uh, let's talk a little bit about HeroClick's resolutions. Um, Dan, what is going to be your HeroClick resolution for 2023? Okay, Dan's thinking about it. Miles, what is going to be your HeroClick resolution? Play in more competitive in-person tournaments um right now i'm only able to make like one every three to four months i want to try and pick that up you also have five kids so that's kind of hard to step Uh, away from it is but that's that's the resolution it didn't say it's going to happen you could you could bring them along make it a family vacation it's funny that you said though that my my 13 year old she just turned 13 she loves scooby-doo she saw that so she wants me to get her a case of that and she wants me to to show her how to play because she likes Teen Titans Go and that. There you go. So even the prices are up there, um, I think that uh, it's us as Click's parents, I think our job to continue it with Next Generation, especially with Teen Titans Go and Scooby-Doo. I think that's going to really help the kids. Yeah, that is a Um, good set to get kids into. Probably the best set to get kids into. Yeah. Uh, Saul, what is your 2023 HeroClicks resolution? The first one is to grow all the community here in Mexico and Latin America uh, as much as I can with the help of all my friends, my brother and my teammates. Try to make uh, more people to get in the game and the casual players to make uh, them to play competitively. That's the first. Uh, the first one. The other is to play as much as possible and fly and go to all the tournaments that I can as my wallet allows me or as a sponsors allow me to go. But I will be very happy to to go to all the 
tournaments as possible as I can. Nice. Dan, are you here yet, or did you leave us? I think Dan left I'm still here. Oh, there he is. No, I'm still here. Uh, what is your 2023 HeroClix resolution? Uh, definitely play more competitive events. Like, since I'm not going to Orlando, I, I'm signing up for PJ's event. I think that's in April. So that's, that's what, that'll be a start, at that's- least, and hopefully... Actually, I believe is in March. Let me look real quick because I put it in my calendar. Yeah, it's March twenty fifth, the Kilted Classic. Well, that's fine. I mean, either way, like it's it's a couple months out still, so it's I have time to prep and practice a team. Hopefully, it so. might be able to meet. I might. Yeah, that one's and close enough to us because that's just in Michigan. No, Indiana. It is Indiana. Okay, so it's still not that bad. Um, we drove no. to, we drove to Indy for Gen Con, so I might ask yeah. my wife if that can be my birthday present is that I can drive down for that tournament. And I would like to do uh, I would like to do Gen Con this year or or well whatever we did whatever we did last year with the, like the multiple days obviously. Yeah, yeah, definitely so, not doing uh, that, another that, one day of that. That was horrible. Yeah, I mean, well, it was just I think it was more of the situation than just like. It was it was tough. If we had planned it out a little better. I thought it would, I think it would have been fine, but it was a, it was just a long day. Now that we know that we have to leave an hour earlier from Wisconsin to get to Indiana yeah. at the designated time that we plan to get there. Yeah, <laughs> me and Dan are not, driving. Not. All of a sudden, like, why is it nine o'clock already? Like, it should be eight o'clock. I'm like, oh, there's a time change. Duh. Yeah, I totally spaced that out too. I was like, oh, I'm dumb. It's like if well, we if yeah, we no, if we leave at five o'clock, we'll get to Indiana at nine o'clock. Nope, you'll get there at ten o'clock. Yeah, so that and uh, hopefully that means I could play in Nats then too. So I would like if that's if that's where they're hosting it, if they're going to host it at Gen Con, I'd like to play in Nats. So that'd be a good time. Yeah. As for me, mine um, one is to grow the channel more. Uh, we have roughly around I want to say one hundred and seventy five to around two hundred so listeners per podcast i'd like to get that a little bit higher obviously um grow the youtube channel facebook page stuff like that but that's just at a a business standpoint but as a hero click standpoint uh the one big thing that i'm really bad at first of all i'm really bad at picking maps i just pick a map that i like and that's what i play on so um doesn't matter that much for com- or a casual but for more competitive but i'm really bad at taking back moves for placement like i'll move up my guys and then i'll think about it and then nope i wanted this guy here this guy here this guy here i need to stop doing that because when you do play at competitive things a lot of players won't let you take that back at our venue we're pretty um easy going so we will so that is one thing that um i need to get better at personally for hero clicks um but no i hope everybody has a good new year i hope everyone had a good christmas uh, i hope next year is as good as 2022 was for hero clicks i'm excited to see what sets are coming out i know we got batman we got the new spider-man set which i know a lot of people are excited for and who knows what's coming down the line but uh sal again i want to thank you for joining the podcast today it was great having you on here i'm sad i won't be able to see you in orlando but hopefully at the next big uh hero click event we will run into each other Hope to see you all at the at the next big tournament, and we'll be very happy to have some drinks or a dinner with all of you. For sure, uh, and then Miles and Dan, thanks as always for joining me as well. And uh, make sure you guys are staying safe out there. See you in Orlando in about a week and two days. And as always, keep 
clicking it. 